0: Star Wars Action News is brought to you in part by Dorkside Toys. At DorksideToys.com, you can get the latest Star Wars toys, as well as Marvel, G.I. Joe, The Walking Dead, and more. Run by toy fans, you can be assured your order will be given great attention and packed with care. Sign up to their social channels now for stock alerts, reviews, and toy and movie news. DorksideToys.com. You'd be a dork not to shop there. Welcome to Star Wars Action News' continuing coverage of the 2016 Toy Fair International. In this show, we'll be looking at the new Star Wars collectibles coming from Kotabukia, Uncle Milton, and more, right from the floor of the Javits Convention Center in New York City. Be sure to visit our website to see photos of all the new items shown at the show.
1: Hello and welcome to Star Wars Action News Day 2 at Toy Fair 2016 coverage. I'm Marjorie.
2: I'm Arnie, and we are back in the studio because Toy Fair was crazy. We were working on getting the Hasbro show out to you and thanks to Jeff and Curtis and Scott and Jay who were editing the photos and Rich and Barrent and Andrew and Daryl who were editing the videos while Marjorie and I were scurrying about the Javits Center. This is a first all of our years of covering Toy Fair. We've had to go back for a straggling appointment sometimes on the second day, but we have never been at Javits from the moment it opened Until the moment they shut off the lights and shooed me out the door because (laughs) we had so many appointments with so many companies and so much to see. Before we get to the Toy Fair coverage, I just want to issue a correction. Listen, we get tired at Toy Fair. It gets very exhausting. A lot of stuff is thrown at us. Marjorie was right. I was mistaken and I should have thought it through. We were just recording without having the ability to fact check. But yes, it is Maz Kanata. I will never get that wrong again, so help me God. Maz Kanata, I will get it tattooed on my arm if I say Maz Katana again.
1: But she was such a huge part of the movie and in so many scenes, Arnie.
2: She was a huge part of the movie. She was vital, but she wasn't omnipresent. No. Also, just to follow up on a couple of pieces of news from last week, don't forget we are still working with Sideshow to give away that Boba Fett six-scale figure You can find all the details on how to enter by clicking the link from our homepage. You can enter through Facebook, you can enter through Twitter, and you can enter through Podbean. You can enter up to three times, once per channel, and all of those are going to be put together and a winner is going to be randomly picked. You only have until February 29th to enter.
1: And speaking of Podbean, we want to thank our first three backers, and it was Dale, Dave, and K Wagner 7. Thanks, guys. We're still looking for a little bit of support out there to make the show bigger and better. And there's all kinds of fun rewards out there on Podbean, including an extremely limited edition box of Stoof, which is going to be hand curated by me.
2: Yeah, I want to thank everyone who's backed us so far, not just the first three. There have been several more since then, but those were the first three out of the gate. Thank you to everyone and Yeah, I think there's some pretty cool rewards in there. And yeah, the box of Stoof is certainly going to be one that I'm having fun kind of going through and finding my doubles.
1: Well, you could get duplicates from Arnie's collection. You could get stuff that we pick up at conventions, samples.
2: We don't know. We we have no idea.
1: It's going to vary each month. I guarantee you're going to open it up and go, huh, Marjorie's a little bit crazy.
2: But if you want to support the show, if you want to get in on these rewards, head to our Podbean page. We're going to have a link to it from our homepage. You can also follow us on Podbean. That costs nothing, and it gets you an entry for that Boba Fett figure. But now let's take a look at Toy Fair Day 2.
1: Well, it seemed that this year, and I guess a little bit last year too, but now it seems to be coming a pattern, is there's a lot less pending license or approval items than what we used to see in the previous like decade of going a lot of people would make prototypes and have them on display at Toy Fair and they were still going to present it to Lucasfilm to see if it could get approved and made into a product now a lot of these things never did get approved but there wasn't any of that there that we saw this year
2: no it seemed much more ready to ship type items a lot less we're trying to get the license of this or we're trying to gain enough interest so that we can pay for the license i mean in a way for small startup companies this is a more old school kickstarter they get the agreements in place but in order to sign the contracts they've got to have so many advanced purchases to know that they can actually pay for what they're doing but going from booth to booth i mean we'd see things like Bubble blowers, like a silver R2 bubble blower and Ruby's costumes, as well as a lot of other costume companies. And man, I do not know how many different companies can make Star Wars puzzles, be it a mosaic puzzle or just a photo puzzle or all these kinds of puzzles. But housewares, cups of all kinds.
1: Yeah, just a lot of What I would call trash and trinkets. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's like the little tchotchke-like things. Not toys.
2: Not collector-focused items. Yes. Stuff that you could use to decorate and stuff that I collect and many people do collect. But the intent is more durable goods type stuff. Not necessarily shirts, but plates, cups, that sort of thing that aren't collectible versus... For example, the Kotobukiya Chop Sabers, which are collectible as well as usable. A lot of the stuff we saw, like that X-Wing knife set which is on display every single year, is more intended for actual use. But all that said, it's really eye-opening that the single item we saw the entire Weekend of Toy Fair, Hasbro, Lego, anything we saw, the number one item that has generated the most buzz of anything ever in our entire history of Facebook is from Kodo Bukia. It's the BB-8 Silicon Mold.
1: Yeah, that has proved to be the most popular thing of anything that we've posted from Toy Fair. It's super awesome. Kodo makes some amazing stuff from, you know, their statues, RFX Plus, and all that stuff, to way back when when they were making those really cool glasses. Remember those?
2: Oh, yeah. Those were truly pieces of art. Yes. I think, though, it's amazing to show the power of a cool design like Kotobukiya has with all the line work in there, not just having two balls of ice that are mixed together and called BB-8, but to actually have the lines in it impresses people. It shows the power of BB-8. But yeah, it wasn't a collector-focused item that wins Toy Fair. It is a household good that is able to be used to make ice or jello molds or candies or whatever you'd like.
1: And let's be honest, they had a really awesome display, which they usually do of these things, where they had cast a bunch of them in a hard silicone gel and then put them in what looks like bourbon or something and had them scattered around the focal point of their booth.
2: I think the color is all about your perspective. If you're a drinker, it's bourbon, because that's what I saw. If you're not, it's iced tea.
1: Yeah, I was thinking bourbon. You don't drink ice tea, out of a tiny glass like that. And that was like two fingers of bourbon.
2: True, but it was a display to showcase the BB-8, and that thing is really cool. Because of Rogue One, both Kotobukiya and all these other companies we talked to, Hasbro on down, were very mum about the future. I was surprised that with The Force Awakens having been out, how focused everyone was going to be on Rogue One. And the fact that, oh, we can't show, we can't talk about Rogue One stuff yet. And everybody we talked to, they just preemptively say, just let you know, we can't (laughs) talk about Rogue One. Don't ask about Rogue One. I I
1: feel like everyone needed to wear a shirt that says, don't ask about Rogue One. Don't even. I think that's the theme of
2: Toy Fair. Yeah, we saw only one company that had a Rogue One style box out but mostly what we were seeing is already their product. But Dan at Kotobukiya did have a little bit of a teaser for us as well as some news about the future of their statue lines. So here we are coming from the booth talking to Dan. We are here with Dan Luan taking a look at the Star Wars Artifacts Plus statue collection for The Force Awakens. Hello, sir. Hi, Arnie. We talked about these at New York Comic Con and seeing them in person, you've got quite the setup here. With the, uh, you've got three stormtroopers here from the, you know, representing the single pack and the two pack, and Kylo Ren, and of course Phasma. And I just want to ask, is is this the final production Phasma? Yes, it is.
3: Yes, what you see here is the final production piece for Phasma. And as you remember, when we looked at her at uh, New York Comic Con, she had like just a silver paint application. Uh, but I was happy to announce that she would um, have the chrome armor in the final production piece, and uh, here it is. We also put a little weathering on it, so it doesn't look like it's brand new right out of the factory kind of chrome, but, but something that's been you know through a few battles maybe.
2: Yeah, I'm happy to see it in person because we announced on our Facebook feed that it would be chrome because at New York Comic Con pre the movie, there was a lot of phasma being shown and you were the only company that was going to actually vac-metalize it. And so I knew a lot of people. That post blew up on Facebook with people excited. Looking at it, I think it's a great representation of the movie where it's not as reflective as a C-3PO or something like that, but really has a good chrome finish that's reflective without being a, a mirror. Sure, sure.
3: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think she turned out great, and again, you can display her without the cape. Um, not, I don't believe she uh, took her cape off in the movie, but uh, you could do that if you want. So, and again, with, lo- with all our Star Wars artifacts plus, uh, there's magnets in her feet, so you can uh, position her wherever you'd like on the included uh, black square base.
2: And then this Kylo Ren on display, is, uh, that is, the, did you say the paint master?
3: I believe so. I believe that is the paint master. Uh, he is up for pre-order right now. Um, and he comes with uh, several, I think you could take the hood on and off. I, I don't think it's two separate portraits. I think there's the hood comes on and off and there's a, maybe a different scarf attachment. And then there's a different positioning for his arms. So he can hold a lightsaber up, down, to the side. It's it's a it's a pretty good uh, range of pieces that come with him, so you can do multiple poses.
2: So they're not interchangeable arms, but the arms could just be put in a couple different ways.
3: No, I think they're 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 actually sculpted differently, so it's not like a it doesn't move or it doesn't have like a peg system where you click it upward. Um, It's they're going to be differently sculpted arms from what I understand.
2: And then. The droid's three-pack with BB-8, is BB-8 fully rounded on the bottom and then has the magnet down it there? Yes,
3: it is. It's kind of neat uh, that there's a magnet at the very bottom of the statue, so you can kind of push it back and forth or twirl it a little on the base, and, and it gives that li- nice little illusion that he's you know s- standing upright without any type of peg holding him down.
2: And those are going to be shipping in May?
3: Yes, we're looking at May. So so the next release that you'll right now, the the First Order uh, Stormtrooper 2-pack is available now. Uh, after that, you're gonna start to see Phasma appear at retailers, and then from Phasma, it's going to be, uh, I believe, R2D2C3PO and BB-8, and then uh, the First Order Stormtrooper single-pack. Actually, the First Order Stormtrooper single-pack will be before the droids.
2: Very cool. And also taking a look at your ice tray collection here, I was surprised. There was so much buzz going on online when you announced a BB-8 ice cube or silicone tray there.
3: Yeah. We're kind of following the the same design as the Death Star. So it creates an actual spear of, of ice or whatever else you can put into the silicone mold. And um, it's just gonna, I think, be a lot of fun, especially if it's floating in top of a, in a glass of of, of your selected beverage.
2: And do you have any other new items here or announcements in regards to the housewares, the chop sabers or the egg shapers or anything?
3: Uh, As of now, I I think this is everything that we've got. The Yoda light up will be appearing at retailers soon. All our other uh, chopsticks are available now. Uh, all the sandwich molds and the egg shapers are available now and the pre-order is open for uh, the BB-8 uh, uh, Silicon Tray right now and then going back to our Artifacts and artif- uh, Artifacts Plus line, uh, you're, you can expect to see more characters uh, released uh, from The Force Awakens and also from the original trilogy. I think I and talked about during one of the Star Wars collector panels that we would be doing, maybe Yoda or Obi-Wan. I think those are still, uh, from, what, from what I last heard, those are still on board to, to happen at some point. And uh, we have just submitted a whole round of new uh, product uh, uh, submissions to, to uh, Lucas licensing for Force Awakens characters too. So it's not just going to end with the troopers. We're hoping to add uh, more characters down the line. And we're also looking to bring artifacts back uh, to to uh, to the the collection. I know a lot of fans have been asking for a larger scale collectible, so hopefully uh, by. Uh, Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con, will be able to make some more solid announcements as to what characters those will be and when what their availability would be. That
2: would be great. I'd love to see some Force Awakens statues in that scale to go with the prequel and original trilogy ones you've done before with the light-up features and all of that kind of nice, uh, cool effects that the, that line carries.
3: Yeah, that's the neat thing about Artifacts is it's a, it's a larger scale, so we can integrate the lights into the lightsabers, maybe sound. I know at one time I I talked about a possible Darth Vader with sound and lights. We we might see that come come into the the product line soon, too.
2: All right. Well, Dan, thank you very much for your time, and we will talk to you next in San Diego.
3: Sounds good. See you then.
2: Thanks to Dan at Kodo. I raised my glass to you, sir, and it is full of a BB-8 ice cube, or it will be as soon as I get that silicon mold. That thing is on my pre-order list. Also... We're going to be taking a look at some of those Artifacts Plus Force Awakens statues on our next show. I just got my first ones, the Stormtrooper 2-pack of First Order Stormtroopers. So we'll have a full review of that on our next show in two weeks. And speaking of BB-8, to go from perhaps the smallest but hottest BB-8, or should I say coolest since it's ice? I, I think
1: it's the coolest one, yeah. We went and saw Spin Master who, like two days before a Toy Fair were all the rage because they had a life-size voice control BB-8. Now,
2: we looked this up. BB-8 life-sized would be about 2 feet 2 inches, which is much, much smaller than an R2-D2.
1: Yes, and for some reason, I thought he'd be bigger. Like, not R2-D2 size, but, like, he'd come up to your waist still.
2: Nah, he, he's knee-high, like a good sock, but this size BB-8 by Spin Master... I think it's a little bit smaller than life-size. Didn't they say it was about 18 inches? 16. 16 inches. So it's fudging the life-size a little bit, but this thing looks really fun. Now, because this was a prototype, and I could see their little magician tricks, they were pretending to speak to it, but they had a little button that they were pushing in their pocket to make it respond. The tech isn't complete yet. This was just a prototype. They wouldn't let us take any video. They let me... Snapped the hell out of it with photos, though. And this is taking me back to a toy that I probably haven't had so much fun with since 2002 when, during Attack of the Clones, Hasbro released the interactive R2-D2.
1: I love that thing. In fact, so much, I found one on Craigslist like a couple years later that someone was selling brand new for 50 bucks because the kid was, said he was too old for Star Wars.
2: Yeah, that is such a fun thing. We played with that Even though the voice commands, it only had a few and it had some Easter eggs in it. We played with that so much for so many years and it was a splurge. I was unemployed. That was a hundred dollar item, but never regretted it. Never looked back. And this one looks to be as fun because you say certain things to him. They say he's going to back away in fear. You're going to ask him how he's doing and he's going to respond. That's just like that R2-D2 did.
1: Yeah, with R2-D2, we had a lot of fun with him because you could say things, as long as you prefaced it with, hey, R2, and then you stated your question, he would respond. Like, you go, hey, R2, do you remember Princess Leia? And he would say, and you'd hear the clip from the movie, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Or, hey, R2, do you remember Darth Vader? And he'd back up and do that, whoo!
2: That's almost exactly what he sounds like. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's pretty good, isn't it?
2: And it seems like they're going to be doing a lot of that with BB-8, but they're going one better. Because I got to say, the one thing that was tricky about Hasbro's R2-D2 was getting him to move. Hey, R2, move forward three units. Or... Hey, R2, program mode, move forward three units.
1: That was a bit of a pain, but he had a sentry mode where he'd learn your room, but then all he'd do was just circle
2: the room. Yeah, or bump into walls repeatedly. And like, kind of like the Sphero BB-8 does too. Yes. Only not that advanced. But this BB-8 from Spin Master is remote control. And the controller they have is kind of fun because... It's just a single, like, D-pad thumbstick, like you'd get on a PlayStation to control all the directions. And while it was just on a little table, it looks like it can go at a pretty good clip.
1: Yeah, it does, and it also has a follow-me mode. So, you can walk around the house with BB-8 following you, which is really cool.
2: They said that was done through infrared, and so what it is is it's line of sight, but once it hooks onto you, you can wear this... And it's going to follow you. But it means it needs to see that beam at all time. It's not like it's using Bluetooth or any kind of RF signal where it could follow that. But yet, there's just something that reminds me of walking the dog. I mean, they were talking about recreating the scenes of where, like, Rey was walking away and BB-8 was following her. But then it got me thinking, I actually could walk the dog... And BB-8, and BB-8 could just, like, follow behind us, and that would be really fun to do in the neighborhood, and people just be like, why is there a droid following Arnie and his chihuahua?
1: It's no weirder than the lady who rides around our neighborhood walking her dogs on her rascal, and one of the dogs rides on the rascal instead of walking.
2: What about the lady in our neighborhood who walks her cat on a leash?
1: That's true, there is that too.
2: I think that I'm one of the more normal ones with a BB-8. I think this is going to be fine. Now, Spin Master is the company that makes the Air Hogs, and... I've got a chance to play with the Air Hogs a little bit last year at New York Comic Con. I've not bought any of these yet, I was truthfully waiting for post-Christmas clearance, because they looked like little Star Wars toys with propellers, but they had two on display that actually blew my mind. They're doing a Darth Vader TIE Fighter, But unlike the Millennium Falcon, which basically just looks like a drone where you see the propellers and it's got this very lightweight Millennium Falcon mold around it. Here, I defy you to at a glance tell me where the propellers are for Darth Vader's TIE Fighter.
1: Yeah, they have them hidden pretty well and it's pretty interesting. And they weren't able to get it up and fly for us because of just the different mechanics in Javits. There's too many people around. You don't want people to lose an eye, that kind of stuff. It's
2: very light foam. I don't think you're going to shoot your eye out.
1: Well, you never know. I would be the one to lose an eye.
2: But it's in the front. They have literally rocket scientists working on this. And so where the cockpit is, is actually bringing in enough thrust to produce lift and they're doing the x-wing and it's actually in the little engine pods it's not like they cut holes in the wings of the x-wing to have this and so that is actually a masterful design it's still you know a little very lightweight as it needs to be in order to maintain flight rc device that's a good gust of wind is going to take it away but man that is a huge improvement in their design for the air hogs and One of these days I will pick that up and we'll do a full review of that. That should be a fun time. I always like going out to the park and flying things for the show. But I'm not buying an air hog because I want an exact replica. I'm buying an air hog because I want to fly stuff. If I want an exact replica and, in certain cases, a project, (laughs) I'd look at Ravel with their model kits. They had some on display. And, Marjorie, you talked to one of the women there. I never realized they had different stages i thought they were all snapped together but they have all these different stages some of which i could do and some of which i couldn't
1: yeah they have i believe it's four different levels of building experience necessary level one is like anybody could do it which means me you snap some things together and you're done now what's really cool is in this level they have some with lights and sound in them And you'd think, oh my gosh, because the first thing out of my mouth was dive to solder or anything. They're like, not at all. It's just snap it all into place. You've got a little battery and you're good to go. So that's kind of cool. And then they go all the way up to like a falcon they had, which is level four, that requires you to pop out the pieces, do a little sanding, smooth out the edges, do some intense painting.
2: Yeah, I think that the one they had on display was done with somebody with the level of the actual ILM model makers, because that was an amazing Falcon and a really, really cool X-Wing they had on display there. Far beyond anything I would be able to do. I think I could do level one easily enough. I think I could do level two the moment you asked me to bring out a paintbrush There's a reason I like Hasbro toys.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so they've got some cool stuff coming out, and it's worth to watch them in the coming months because they are going to have Rogue One things. Now, since you're probably going to want to take pictures of these model kits that you build yourself, which I think is really cool and
2: awesome. Share pictures with us on Facebook. I would love to see what you can build with these kits and how you paint them and all that. I'm always impressed.
1: Well, you're going to want to save those pictures someplace. So you might want to go to this company we stumbled across called Tribe. That Not may-
2: a tribe called Quest, but a company called Tribe.
1: Yes, that had flash drives and memory cards that were Star Wars. And they really dug deep on their first run going with Ewoks and Akbar, There's a BB-8, there's a Ray, all kinds of stuff.
2: All right. Well, first of all, unless you're taking pictures with that nikon camera that came free with your packard bell computer that you got in 1996 (laughs) i don't think you're going to be storing too many photos on this i don't think this is intended for perhaps actual use (laughs) as they're only coming in two small sizes there's the 8 gig and the 16 gig so you're not going to get a lot of photos especially if you're shooting in raw which you should do if you're doing your own model kits on one of these thumb drives but i'll tell you When I think of Star Wars thumb drives, Mimobots had been doing them forever. And now Mimobot has moved on and they're doing the USB recharger battery packs
3: because nobody uses thumb
2: drives. But now we've got Tribe here making the thumb drives. I just think they're kind of cute in like a squinky or chibi kind of style where and I'm glad they're really small sizes of memory sticks because that means they cannot cost much.
1: Yeah, but they're really cute, and it'd be a shame to actually use them.
2: Yeah, I I view this as a little collectible character line versus something I would actually ever want to use. I mean, I actually had a customer at work request a thumb drive. Do you have any idea how many months (laughs) of panic that put my entire department in... (laughs) I mean, it was like that meme that goes around. Can you fax this to me? No, I can't because of where I live. Where do you live? The 21st century. That was pretty much what it was like when my office needed to get a thumb drive. They were like, well, this is going to be a special order. It's going to possibly take six weeks because this is not in our pre-approved technology order form anymore. We removed it three years ago. So yeah, it's outdated tech, but man, their designs are just so cute that I really liked their figures. And I'd definitely pick up a full set if I could find these at retail. But right now, I think Cute and Squat, that market is cornered by Funko and their neon green booth. They've added red to the mix this year. There's a little bit of red in the booth, but...
1: They did tone down the green.
2: A little bit. It was seemed like it was easier to take photos this year.
1: Well, what's funny is someone else at a different booth mentioned to me that... They noticed last year when press put up photos from the Funko booth that everything was tinted green from the lights and that they took that and revamped their booth to make it better because of that. that. Take that with what you want. But I didn't see green for like an hour after leaving their booth this time.
2: True, because last year when I left, I felt like Kramer after Kenny Rogers' roasters had moved in across the room. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You, you saw everything in green and then your eyes, that's all you saw.
2: Now Funko is expanding even more every year, and this has been going on for a long time. I mean, going way back to those lamps that they did way back when and the headphones, they're always trying new things and bringing in new expressions for their licenses, and the one big thing that I kind of saw this year is their Star Wars pop buttons, where it's basically taking the same kind of art they put on the boxes of their Pops or their T-shirt Pops, and now they're making them blind-packaged collectible buttons. And it's a total of 12 different buttons, and they're going to retail at about a buck fifty each.
1: Those are fun, I guess. And they've got it across all their other lines, too, so...
2: That's how they work, is they've got the art. They are just continue to build on the success of Pops. I mean... Honestly, we've said this on the show recently, and I can't get it out of my brain. Pops have gone beyond a collectible and become a phenomenon that's hit the mainstream in a way that I haven't seen since the days of the Beanie Babies in the 90s. And so, yeah, it makes perfect sense for them to make pocket pop keychains and pop T-shirts and everything they can do because pop is extremely popular. Now, it looks like they're gonna be doing two sets of Star Wars buttons. One is completely Force Awakens based, whereas the other looks to encompass the entire saga. And by entire saga, I mean the original trilogy plus Darth Maul. (laughs) They also have nicer enamel pins for $5 a piece that are gonna be coming out. And they've got a couple fan favorite characters coming in those pins, including C-3PO and a Stormtrooper. They're also doing pop pens, though. They've been doing those for Marvel for a while, but now they had out an assortment of pens, and I'll say they actually do write pretty well.
1: Yes, and if I use lots of pens, I'd probably buy a ton of them, but we'll see.
2: On the slightly less useful tip, I don't see a whole lot of need in my everyday life for lanyards with little characters on them and laminated cards.
1: Here's what happens if I wear a lanyard with something on it like that. Inevitably, when I sit down at a table and then try to get up, because I'm not very tall, whatever is hanging on my lanyard will get caught under the table and then choke me as I'm standing up.
2: I could see lanyards themselves because I work at a place with badges and a lot of people wear lanyards, but what I actually like most about these are the little dangly characters on them and I guess you could take those off, store them, and then just use the lanyard, but those are coming, and again, they're going to be a few original trilogy ones, like Darth Vader and Boba Fett, and then a lot of Force Awakens with Kylo Ren, BB-8, and then there's Chewbacca, he kind of bridges that gap, he could be from either. But as for their established lines, those are going to be continuing strong, they had on display their jumbo boba fett figure that they did and they did a couple in that line i was assured that that line will continue they're going to be doing more of those super shogun jumbo figures in the future
1: and those really have a good niche market too
2: little outside of my price range for what they are i've always felt that they picked up the super shogun line from super seven who did it with the stormtrooper and i found that interesting they did the black hole stormtrooper as an exclusive but it was just too darn big to ship home, and they are going to be doing more of those. Also, their Hikari line is in no danger of slowing down, so if you're all in on that line, prepare your wallets for a lot more. The one thing I noticed, and the rep we spoke with could neither confirm nor deny, but there have yet to be any of The Force Awakens Hikaris. Hmm? And they're continuing with the fabrications. We got to see the Princess Leia fabrication and several others that were out there on display. I think they do a great job with the aliens. Princess Leia, we were discussing it at the con. Her cheeks are so rosy. Well, when we were in New York, it was negative 27 degree wind chill. It looked like she'd been standing out in it.
1: Yeah, and she had really red lipstick on for some reason. But let's talk about what everybody wants to talk about with Funko Arnie.
2: The ceramic cups?
1: No. Pops!
2: Yeah, those just seem to never hit the bottom of popularity. They just keep going, and they had, not on display, but some announcements of new ones coming up that I think are going to get people pretty excited. One group of characters that it seems people just aren't getting enough collectibles of is The Force Awakens' Luke and Leia. Well, they are coming to pop form pretty soon.
1: Yeah, and they've got some other ones coming, too they've got Greg Grunberg's character Samp Wexley. That's hard to say S A N P. We've got a guavian coming because they were such a huge part of the movie.
2: Tell that to Contra Club.
1: General Hux, there's a cutface Kylo Ren, Ray with lightsaber, CO74, and of course, our niece favorite Maz Kanata.
2: Yes, Kanata, Maz Kanata. Actually, she has the perfect face for a pop. She is a pop. She is. It's almost like, Funko, design us an alien. Here's Maz Kanata.
1: Yeah, that is a little too coincidental.
2: She looks like an orange on a toothpick.
1: Yes, she did. And that's what all pops look like.
2: (laughs) The last booth we stopped by, Uncle Milton. It's always fun to talk to Hillary over there and see what kind of new fungicational stuff they're doing. I don't think that collectors give uncle milton the kind of attention they really deserve because they have fun stuff for kids of all ages i had never built a baking soda volcano before uncle milton created their mustafar play set now what uncle milton is most known for where they made their name ant farms
1: yes and this year was their 60th anniversary which is kind of fun
2: but now since you're star wars fans there's also a star wars ant farm coming out The Jakku Ant Farm. They've got the picture of the downed Star Destroyer there landing into the sand where your ants can tunnel and dig and you can watch them just kind of go about their brainless little lives.
1: I kind of like them. They're kind of fun.
2: They're also bringing back something we haven't talked about in a long time, but I have every one of these that they've made. The lightsaber labs where they make the mini lightsabers and you can assemble them They're finally bringing that line back with a new Kylo Ren.
1: Yes, and they're also adding a Kylo Ren room light to their room light collection because why not? It's Kylo Ren.
2: They also made a spacecraft flight lab, which allows you to have Star Wars versions of motorized paper airplanes. Now, I was a paper airplane fanatic as a kid. I would constantly try to read books because we had no internet of different ways to make them more aerodynamic. One time my mother came home and I had taken a 200-sheet ream of paper and created a fleet of paper airplanes, all different models that were all laid out on the dining room table looking like I had turned it into a 12-foot aircraft carrier.
1: Wow. Yeah, that does sound like something you do, Arnie.
2: And nothing I built was as cool as the stuff in the spaceflight lab where it shows you how to fold it different ways, for different aerodynamics, and it's got this little propeller on it that's going to help it to go. Also along the fun lines, they have R2-D2 and BB-8 force spinners that are magnetic, and you can kind of spin them like a top but then chase them around a table with a magnetic that's on the same polarity, so it kind of pushes or repulses it across the table.
1: Yeah, so basically what it is is it goes by a ripcord and spins and you can shoot it over ramps. It's got different textures on it to make them do different things. And then you control it by just a really simple little piece of metal that you're maneuvering around to make them maneuver how you want.
2: Lots of fun stuff. Of course, I think the two big things from Uncle Milton, the Force Trainer, which we still need to do a real detailed review of, but that Force Trainer 2 is a lot of fun. Yes. And their Holocron that they came out with last year. That thing, when we saw it on Force Friday, was flying off the shelves. I talked to Hillary about it, and that has been a good success for them. If you haven't picked one up, I suggest you do. Or it's still available online at 20Q.net. You can still just go and try to stump the machine and see if it can read your mind as to what Star Wars character or item you're thinking of. And with that, that was the end of our tour of Javits. And lots of cool stuff... Gotta say, highlight of the show, BB-8 Ice Cube Mold.
1: I think so, and I love, love, love the Kodo stuff anyway. Those molds that they have, and they also have the little sandwich pressers and the egg shapers, and they're just fun, fun stuff.
2: We haven't tried an egg shaper yet.
1: I know! it's. I don't know how I would feel about it. I would like the idea of it. I'm going to have to get some and do it, and then I'll have to make deviled eggs that are like Darth Vader's head.
2: And to finish off our Toy Fair 2016 coverage, we wanted to bring you the hasbro star wars brand team interview so that way you don't just hear what we decided to focus on on our last show and what others may choose to report you can experience the entire presentation as we did on the floor and it's a little hard through the applause to hear who the gentlemen are speaking but this was presented by designer steve evans he's the one who's british and Andy Asseltree, who's new to the Star Wars brand team.
4: Thank you, fellas. And now we're going to go to a brand that's near and dear to my heart. I'm watching you guys. We're going to bring up the Star Wars team. <laughs> he's, he's British. <laughs> Thank you for braving the cold to be with us, guys. It means a whole lot. Uh, I'm happy to see you guys. I'm new to the Star Wars team myself, so he's been
5: raised.
4: It's all right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I've been indoctrinated. I look forward to meeting all of you later. Uh, Before we get into the meat of the presentation, just one quick note. I know that PR reached out to all of you about Rogue One products. Uh, We will not be showing anything at New York Toy Fair. We're keeping the focus on the great, uh, you know, momentum we've got with. The Force Awakens and Rebels products, as well as some other classic stuff. But definitely more to come. We're really excited to show you what we have so far. OK, 2015, indulge me here. Great, great year to be a Star Wars fan, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, thank you. <laughs> across Across games, comics, books, all forms of media. Steve, I believe you even have a toothbrush. I do, two. I do have a skull too. I do have a too. Sol- a,
0: uh,
4: a rich universe becomes so much richer this year and uh, it's amazing. And The Force Done Awoke. It was amazing. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> amazing. Uh, you uh, Queen's uh, stuff. So. Yeah. Pardon <laughs> me? Uh, it was an amazing movie. I think, I think many of us agree with amazing new characters. Definitely two of our faves right there. And this
5: guy. <laughs> Yeah, that, that nice. Mm-hmm. Sorry, how many nice? Uh, yes, no, no, that's that's
4: true. That's true. Uh, as much as I want to say I didn't know that, I totally did. Uh, I don't think any of us expected how much this guy would riot stick his way into our hearts. <laughs> we thank him for that. And lastly, Hanju, we came back. Hello. Again, just an incredible year, and, and we're as you know Hasbro and the Star Wars team so proud uh, to play a part in that.
5: Hashtag blessed, (laughs) y'all. I just want to say thanks as well to all of you who um, build this community, all these communities that um, greatly inspire myself, the design team, the marketing team, everybody. I Just want you to know that thank you for letting us in. I literally, or my whole team literally it's a daily occurrence. I personally, I wake up, I give my wife a kiss, if she'll let me? If she's not upset with me? I then go downstairs and I have my Fruit Loops because I'm British and Fruit Loops are like magic. I eat them and I click through my face. I've got about 15 to 20 different sized different Instagram accounts and I click, 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 click. It's the first thing I do. So a lot of you know that I personally kind of look at all the stuff and I'm, we're hearing what you say the good, the bad, and the ugly. We all take it in. But I just want to thank you for letting us and building that community for us to kind of really, really feed them. So thank you. Yes, thank you all.
4: Thank you for indulging us. Here's what you guys came for: toys, starting with Galactic Heroes, our favorite little guys in the Star Wars universe. I love this scale and this form factor. Uh, so, The Force Awakens this year introduced some great new characters and now, thanks to the Galactic Heroes line, they're introducing uh, you know, some of these characters in this incredible scale and, and form factor. I want that Ackbar on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I think we all want that Ackbar on your desk. It's not a trap, that's Ackbar <laughs> from The Force Awakens. Uh, you can see the Crimson Corsair, of course, Captain Asma and Rey, uh, just all this stuff looks so tasty. Figures and vehicles from the Rebels show. We have not forgotten about uh, the crew of the Ghost. You see the Ghost here, the Phantom, Hera, uh, and, of course, Ezra, and a uh, lovely
5: little shopper there. Just all of those, so cute, so tasty looking. Love them. So let's take it up a couple of inches to our 3 and 3 quarter inch figures. We're coming out of. Force Awakens, and we're going to do a load more of that. We're ramping up for Rogue One, which unfortunately can't share with you here, but we are busy, busy, busy little bees doing all that. Um, and of course, Season 2 of Rebels is out. Uh, mid-season just passed, so we're going to just kind of uh, do a few reveals and a few updates on uh, some of our things we So, Prince Slayer made her appearance. I think she's about 14, does that work out? She's about 14 in Rebels. Yeah, but it's not um, 14. People, look at that face. I know. She's about to give somebody the business. Yes, <laughs> so, but Leia has this thing about always being surrounded by people in disguise in Stormtrooper um, outfits. So uh, next kind of, kind of reveals for the Rebels between mm-hmm. three quarters of the we're doing. Mr. Jarvis in the Stormtrooper removable helmet. All right, with his uh, lightsaber uh, launching um, um, uh, action feature thing. And we're gonna do a series two Sabine with removable helmet so we can see that. Lovely new set of locks, right? Very cool. Um, yeah, We thought we'd do season two because it's so bloody cold. This is her uh, cold hair look, right? Yeah, are you a season two Sabine hair guy or
4: a season one it's Sabine hair
5: guy? Today I've got to be season two, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, we're so, a lot on, on, on that. I love it, I love the blue hair. <laughs> um, and we've, because, line? Yeah, we've also, you've seen uh, your Comic-Con, we you reveal the Cher Michelle Gellar character of the Seven Sister. So a little bit of update on her as well. And I uh, don't uh, okay, so actually know who the hell That's, that's, be that's supposed to be on the slide? Don't know. Don't know. Don't know. You, guys,
4: you guys may have seen this certain character appear in a Rebels 2.5, season 2.5 trailer. Uh, you saw him here first, and that's all I can say. He is, he is also in the gallery, so get up close and personal with him. But be careful, he's prickly. Moving on. So we continue to uh, celebrate The Force Awakens and, uh, you know, as you have done in a three and three quarter inch scale, uh, continue to do that by uh, bringing great scenes and characters from the movie to life. Here you have the Takodana Donna encounter multipack. Did, did I pronounce that right? Takodana? Takodana? I would say Taco Okay, we'll get a call on that. Uh As you can see, features Finn, Ray, Mazcanada. First, yeah, it's the debut of Moscanata in our line, across Scales. And like, I
5: just want to say, you notice there are no banana goggles on Moscanata. All right? No yellow. Yeah. Yes. yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah, uh, thank you. No banana goggles. <laughs> I actually
4: sure spat enough. out my fruits sure. when I saw that the other day. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, sir, for acknowledging these like banana yeah. goggles, <laughs> too. There is one element. There is one element that is missing from these pictures. We wanted to surprise you guys with something in the gallery, so come by. You'll see a special treat in the gallery with this multi-pack. Uh, see you guys there. Moving on to the black series. So sweet, so black. Steve talked before about the inspiration uh, that we get from the fan community online, and there's really no better example of that than the fan votes that we conducted
5: at uh, San Diego Comic-Con last year. So uh, Steve, with that, would you like to- Well, it's not going to be much of a surprise, because most of you voted, and most of you were there. So it's great to finally show you our final, and it was hard. This guy was hard, or girl, or whatever. Revan is here. So we have Revan downstairs in the gallery for you to um, look at. Um, I have never seen so many iterations of coloring on a, on a Star Wars character, as we researched and looked at, obviously, nicely the Old Republic, and looked at different uh, comic books and iterations. You know, is it champagne? Is it dark red? Is it kind of like a, a weird kind of bronzy colour? So we've gone for the champagne look on the armour. We're going, we're experimenting with how we're going to die-cut the, uh, the soft goods. You can't see it that well down there, over there. So you'll be able to see it properly when you go downstairs. How to get that kind of rough, ragged, kind of soft goods. So um, double lightsabers, so Revin is finally has. So thank you for voting for him.
4: Also in the fan vote, uh, a favourite from Rebels, probably one of the most explosive characters. <laughs> I think. In her. I think after
5: the beauty of Ahsoka, I think this one follows up really, really quickly. So it's our Sabine. Season one, because we voted for her when it's warmer, so she's got a warm hair on today. So Sabine was um, a wonder to do. She is deco heavy. Unbelievable, but um, looks great. You'll notice she has all the, the graffiti and the splats and things. And I, i mentioned it earlier. I actually, this is how we've done the paint apps. I've actually got my little Stormtrooper toothbrush. We actually went old school and are applying the paint like that. Yeah. So all the splattering stuff is not tamper. It's actually kind of being applied in the in, in the vendors with with toothbrush. Yes, Just folks. This is this is the year two thousand. Talk about. Uh, <laughs> Uh,
4: beautiful, again, Steve, great job. Beautiful figure moving out of fan vote into additions to the Black Series, uh, to the original trilogy, and A New Hope. Uh, probably what I am most geeked about in this
5: entire presentation. Steve, you saw her a preview at um, New York Comic Con. And again, she's downstairs, ready to meet you all. New Hope Leia. Ooh. Finally, we've got to do Leia, which should be done. Again, a real challenge it was like, do we do soft goods? Do we not do soft goods? But well, I think we, we researched and got some really kind of fine, um, densely woven, silky material, and really kind of brought that to life. So it's soft goods. Um, she comes with her Tantive 4 blaster, but also we all know she has the E-11. Um, for when she really means business. So, again, really <laughs> pleased that we got to do her. She's turned out really, really lovely, and you'll be able to check her out downstairs. Great stuff. So, keeping with the original trilogy, moving to
4: Empire Strikes Back, oh. one of
0: probably my
4: favorite guys. <laughs>
5: it worked! <laughs> <laughs> yes, it didn't work in
4: practice. I knew it would be worth
5: it. So, Snow from Empire Strikes Back, Again, one of our favorite troop builders. It's not the commander, it's the general kind of Hoth trooper. So we can all buy hundreds of them and build out our snow troop um, diorama. Um, and we've certainly got some snow and cold weather to do that with. So um, soft PVC, um, skirt to get that texture on. And you know we all know that it's not really white. It's not really gray. It's kind of like a weird tan color. So again, the guys that are like I spent literally ages Going through the Pantone books, choosing that optimum color of like, is it off white? Is it is it caramel white? Is it camel white? Is it oh, drive them insane? But we feel that we've uh, worked really hard with Lucasfilm, yeah. working with authentic props to really get that color. Um, yeah.
4: And, and the uh, the detail on that BBC is great. The detail across the line, obviously spectacular. So another reason to get to the gallery and see these guys uh, and gals up close and personal.
5: So the last one, the last preview we've got, was literally wet this morning. I've literally been sitting there with a the hair dry, drying this off, so we don't have any photography of. This particular person, which I'm sure you all know who it is, if you don't, you should. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so take a look down the gallery. When you get down there, check him out. He is pristinely brilliant. so um, great. So there we go. Wonder so, Bars for you to look at. Ah right. We're
4: not done yet.
5: Who <laughs> huh? am I?
4: Am I? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, uh, <laughs> We're not done yet. We're not done yet. So, at San Diego Comic-Con last year, we had the privilege of uh, tying in with the upcoming fall release, The Force Awakens, with a killer Black Series exclusive item. I'm here to tell you at San Diego Comic Con this year, we will be doing the same thing with the upcoming film Rogue One. I cannot tell you anything else, <laughs> uh, but keep your ears perked up and uh, keep looking online for news about Celebration and San Diego Comic Con because more great, exciting stuff to come. And thank you for your time.
2: So that was it, a very short presentation again this year, as they keep dangling the bait. I feel like the donkey with the carrot out in front of it, and I keep going, and maybe once in a while I get a nibble, and then it's a little further out. Still some cool stuff on the way, though.
1: Well, outside of Toy Fair, there are a lot of new announcements,
2: too. Yeah, a few announcements, a few releases. We knew that the Disney Store was going to get exclusive Star Wars Sumsums, those stackable Poor, kind-looking plushes.
1: They do look like the Labbits from Kid Robot, and I believe that some some, if I'm saying it right, means stack stack in Japanese.
2: Well, the first of those are out right now. You can order Chewbacca, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Han Solo, Wicket, C-3PO, R2D2, Stormtrooper, Boba Fett, Darth Vader, Yoda. And Jabba the Hut. That is a quite an assortment. They are in various different sizes and up now. They do nothing for me, but I know that there's Disney collectors who are really into those vinyl mations and into the sum sums and things. And so if you're interested, head on over and as the website says, start stacking.
1: Mm. And General Giant also had a not at Toy Fair release news, and that was the Jedi Luke Jumbo figure.
2: I loved that figure as a kid. I think it was Return of the Jedi where I got my first, well, no, Yoda. Empire with Yoda was my first soft goods figure. But my first full-size soft goods figures that I remember is Jedi Luke with that cloak and then, of course, the Imperial Guard. And here they have that 1983 Jedi Luke with a very... Detailed recreation of that cloak that I remember so well. That's up available now from your favorite e-tailer of choice. Of course, my favorite e-tailer of choice is DorksideToys.com, our sponsor. And they do still have up for pre-order several waves of Star Wars figures. You can pre-order right now wave seven of the Jungle and Space three and three quarter inch wave that comes with Kylo Ren, Phasma, Empire Strikes Back, Luke. Force Awakens Admiral Akbar, Force Awakens Sao Leech, who is the Kanja Club gang leader, and then from Rebels, the Fifth Brother Inquisitor. That wave is up for order right now at Dorkside Toys, as are several Funko items. You can get the Akbar and the Sidonathano and even pre-order the Force Awakens Princess Leia and Han Solo pop vinyls, and a number of pop t-shirts. And we always appreciate it if you use the link from our homepage at SWActionNews.com. Well, that's it for Toy Fair, Arnie. Yeah, I'm surprised that there's actually a finite amount of stuff when it comes to these collectibles. But I think we're going to be getting a lot more teases and a lot more reveals. I have a feeling we're in just for a replay of last year where all of us fans and collectors are on pins and needles wondering, well, will they reveal it at Celebration? Will they reveal it at San Diego, or do we have to wait all the way until September? According to Jedi News, they heard from several people at Toy Fair, Force Friday is going to be September 30th this year. It's like Easter, it just keeps moving every year. Maybe it's involving the full moon, and the number of days, and the age of Aquarius.
1: (laughs) That's my baby brother's birthday, so...
2: Well, maybe he'll get some Rogue One toys.
1: Yes. Well, don't forget that we're giving away, courtesy of our friends at Sideshow Collectibles, a Boba Fett six scale figure. There is a link on our homepage on how you can enter, but you can get up to three entries.
2: Yes, through Facebook, through Twitter, and through Podbean. And Podbean, even though there's also where we're doing our crowdfunding, there is no purchase required to do the Podbean entry. You just have to follow us. You can make an account for free. And remember, This contest is open worldwide, and that's actually really amazing for Sideshow to do. If you're not in the U.S., there are a few special rules that apply. Be sure to check out all the official rules of the contest from the link on our homepage. But no matter where you live, you could win this 6 scale Boba Fett figure, and then I will be envious of you. And with Podbean, again, if you enjoy the show and want to help us to keep it growing, head to our Podbean page. You can pledge. We've got a number of great rewards there, starting with just our most sincere thanks. We are so grateful to everyone who enjoys this show enough that they think just pledging even a dollar per show we do, $2 a month, and I want to reiterate, none of the money pledged is going to buy us toys. All of the money is going into the show and going to the staff who make this show happen, doing the video editing, the photo editing, the website design, announcement. I mean, so many people behind the scenes on this show and just the cost of servers and new equipment, video cameras, all that, it takes money and we'd really like it if you could help us out with keeping it going. We
1: would love it and we'd love your support. So that is the end of our show and we'll be back in two weeks.
2: We'll talk to you then with a review of the Kotobukiya Stormtroopers.
1: So we'll see you soon.
0: Thank you for listening to Star Wars Action News. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can be on the next episode of Star Wars Action News by calling our voicemail at 415-508-JEDI or sending an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at SWActionNews.com. All materials submitted are subject to use on our show. We want your feedback on Star Wars Action News. You can email us at show at swactionnews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at swactionnews.com, the most friendly forums on the web. You can also find Star Wars Action News on Facebook and Twitter. The links to our social media sites are at swactionnews.com. You can see more videos and reviews by subscribing to the Star Wars Action News YouTube channel. You can find the link from our homepage. If you enjoyed the show, please post about Star Wars Action News on Facebook, Twitter, or your social media network of choice, or just tell a friend about the show. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star written review on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at SWActionNews.com. If you also enjoy Marvel Comics, you can hear Arnie and Marjorie talk about the toys and statues based on Marvel Comics characters on the Marvelicious Toys podcast at MarveliciousToys.com. Star Wars Action News is created, produced, edited, and hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. Star Wars Action News podcast video enhancement by Andrew, Daryl, Josh, and Barrett. Star Wars Action News website designed by Jason. Photo editing by Scott Graphic design by Jay. Associate produced and announcements by Brock. Segments hosted by Jerry, Jonathan, Brock, Nathan, and Steve. For more Star Wars collecting, please check out GalacticHunter.com, JediDefender.com, JediTempleArchives.com, and YakFace.com. And we thank those sites for their support of Star Wars Action News. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. The show is created by Star Wars fans showing their love of Star Wars. Star Wars and all the Star Wars universe contains is trademark and copyright Lucasfilm Limited, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, all rights reserved. Star Wars Action News is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2016, all rights reserved, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. Until next time, may the pegs be stopped and the Force be with you. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting.
1: And speaking of Podbeam, we want to thank our top... Boop! (laughs) And speaking of Podbeam... Podbeam.